Episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Shout out to the Triple OG DJ Johnny O. Shout out to T Rex. Shout out to Big Health and the whole Nerve DJs family. Um, this is Jobs, and I'm your host of Intellectually Petty Radio. Shout out to you. And we're just waiting on our guest. Um, but yo, if you are not aware you've been hiding under a rock. I just interviewed Royce to five nine at five o'clock. That is on the YouTube channel, Intellectually Petty Radio. Make sure you go check that out. Very interesting interview. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to my manager, man. My manager is way better than yours. I'm sorry to tell you that. Um, however, oh, and let, me, let, me, let me let me shout out to Detroit Lions too. Oh, that shirt is dope. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah, I know it's dope. Um, shout out to Lions, man. Um, Going to the playoffs for the first time in the history of of <laughs> tendons. Okay, that's a stretch. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, shout out to the Lions, man. Shout out to Detroit, man. Definitely is the wave. It's a beautiful thing. And what did I see that uh, uh, the Lions, you know, made it, but we had to sacrifice the Pistons. They only won three games, man. Fuck it. It is what it is. Uh, and you see it, you see it right there. Been up there for the longest. Shout out to Michigan, about to win a chip. Uh, salute to to, to Washington. Um, y'all had a good season. It's, it's it's done now. Let's keep it moving. And tonight we have Love Mayotte, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Y'all know I'm trash with the names, and I will butcher your show, your your shit in an instant. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, somebody that watched the show was like, yo, you got a potty mouth. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I do. Um, but fuck it. It is <laughs> it is what it is. I am just an old fat guy with a glass of wine in his basement. And yo, I have not seen the Cat Williams special. But I will say shout out to Shannon Sharp for cutting that boy up. Like like uh, uh uh the last ounce in a month long drought, so I have I felt like I saw all three hours. I have seen seventy two clips, and have laughed hilariously at each clip. If you have seen the Cat Williams special, tell me what you felt was was the truth, and what you thought was a lie. The Cedric entertain the entertainer part. Does not look good for Sid. Um, and I will be honest with you. I've never thought the Cedric the Entertainer was that funny. Um, but it's likable. So I've always rooted for Cedric the Entertainer. Um, apparently he went off, off on Steve Harvey. And I'll tell you this. Rest in peace to Hashim and Zynga too. Um he was the uh, leader of the new Black Panther Party, and he passed away some years ago. Um, but he was definitely a, a friend of the show. And I remember interviewing him, and we talked about Steve Harvey. And because I was, you know, I, I rarely call people coons. But at the time, I'm like, you know, your, your man is a whole coon out here. And he's like, hold on. You know, Steve Harvey has done a lot for us as an organization personally. Um, and I've told this story before because it, it opened my eyes to not judging a book by its cover as well as not just going along to get along. Um, but, and I, I hate to interrupt my story, but Love My Yacht 
has joined the stage. So I want to make sure I introduce the queen. Um, she is a radio and television personality, an author, motivational speaker, a relationship coach, and the executive producer of the sex series. Welcome to the show. Love my yacht. How you doing, queen? Greetings. How are you? I'm doing well. Can you do me a favor? Turn your phone to the side so we can get that landscape view. Okay. Let me turn over. See how I'm gonna do it. Yo, I like your background though. That's dope. Thank you. Oh, you got the uh, you got a roadcaster, huh? Yeah, I got all that. You can see all that. I don't know, baby. I'm trying to I turn it sideways or turn it the other way. Uh, I don't know. You, got it, you, here. you know what? You probably got it locked. So, how do I? I've never been on this streaming software and I'm just getting this link. So, what do you want me to do? Um, that's all right. We'll, we'll roll with it that way. That's cool. You sure? Yeah. It just visually it helps a little bit on the playback, but. Tell me what to do, and I got you. I can turn it around. Uh, some for some reason I'm hearing, I'm hearing an echo, which I don't normally hear. I don't have on my YouTube or anything. Okay. I don't know. You got AirPods on? Nope. I don't have anything on. This just me. Do you have some? Do I have some AirPods? I have so many microphones. Um, do I have AirPods? I don't have to go. Or or headphones? Either way. I do have I do have headphones. Let's try those. Okay, you gotta give me a second. I don't get the headphones. I got that's that's okay. Is that a uterus behind you? It is. You see a lot. Well, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. It's a penis awesome. You gotta give me a quick second to get some headphones. So you want me to connect my lot? I'm sorry if you have to make it easier for me, so I don't have to leave the platform. It's Um, okay. Do what you got to do. I I I know how to talk. I'll be all right. Okay, one second. All right. Yeah. Um. I didn't I didn't see a penis, but I definitely saw a uterus. Um. And that's just what I wanted to see, I guess. And I'm not sure, but I do. Is it just me or do y'all hear an echo too? Shout out to y'all for listening. Um, Rita, do you hear you hear an echo? Because when she was on, I was hearing an echo. Yo, I like that roadcaster she got. She she got the bigger one too because my shit is only uh, the duo, the cheap version. You know, okay. Yeah, I don't hear it right now either. So who knows what that was? Yo, man, I need a I need a room design like that. Like that whole background, the whole thing is just is just nice. Like I like that. I need some shit like that in my life. And yo, shout out to the people um that's tuned in. If you have not, please do us a favor, like, subscribe, and just share the show. Uh and we got Love My Out in the building. We're just getting some technical situations. Uh yeah, I need a I need a whole new setup. And actually, I, I, we, we got some ideas on what to do. Um, it's just, you know, me not being so lazy and actually executing those ideas. Yo, um, but while she's doing that, I was talking to, what was I talking about? Oh, Steve Harvey. And I was talking about how Hashim and Zynga was uh, saying how he actually behind the scenes had donated a lot of money to them. And was very helpful. Um, and, and, and how he gets called publicly a coon and, you know, how he's not doing much for black people. Um, and I know his conversation with Monique kind of exhibited why people feel a way about him and where his mindset is. It's almost like, uh, in his mind, he's the spook that sat by the door and there's some credence to that. You know, so my thing was, uh, I've heard a lot of bad stories about the guy too. Um, and both can be true. You know, sometimes myself included, I've done a lot of fucked up shit in my past. So what I've, you know, as you get older and you start considering your legacy, you try to do things to kind of even out the ledger. You know, I don't want to get to the pearly gates and they be like, nah, nigga, I don't, who, who even allowed you this far? You know, so I wanna, I wanna try to make sure that I do enough good things to not only balance out the bad shit that I've done, but to give me a nice cushion between you know, good shit that I've done as opposed to bad shit. So, but yeah, your boy got roasted pretty bad by Cat Williams. Uh, 
you know it's bad when everybody starts responding. I've seen a response from uh uh Ricky Smiley. My man pulled up his manager from 30 years ago. I seen a response from Cedric the Entertainer. I seen a response from Kevin Hart. Um uh, and I'm sure I haven't seen all the responses. I'm sure there are more. Uh <laughs> Ryan Davis, go 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 check him out on Facebook. He had a very interesting take about it. Um, and I think he was kind of like in the minority in saying that uh, it was funny. Because, <laughs> you know, like I said, I haven't watched the whole thing. Oh, my God, you got everything perfectly. Okay, well, I'm sure she'll be back. Um, but I haven't watched the whole thing. Well, my daughter, my, my one of my daughters called me this morning. Well, text me this morning. I don't know what time that was. Like six, seven o'clock this morning, and she's three hours behind. Like, oh my God, have you seen the <laughs> the Cat Williams interview? I just finished watching it. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Yo, um, it, it's almost as if today, if you have a platform, you'd be remiss with. Uh, Without talking about it, you know, like some something will be wrong, cause seven million views is obscene. Oh, okay, yeah, you you is on on the ball right now. I wish I would have known that this was the platform because I would have had everything set up. I have the Lanier mics or whatever they're called, so I have all those microphones. I just don't have people here to set it up. It's it's okay. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm ready we, for it. Yeah, we got rid of the, whatever that was that uh, that that alleviated the. Uh, the echo, at least I don't hear anything, yeah. Okay, that's fine. So how you doing, Queen? How's your life? How's your family? Everything is phenomenal. You know, I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to take day by day. Oh, well, you know, if you feel like complaining, go ahead. I, I understand. No, no. Can't complain about anything. I'm breathing, right? That don't mean you can't complain. Mm-mm, baby. We don't complain. We just have more sex or do what makes us happy, right? Oh, okay. Um, Sometimes the sex is the complaint. Let me use you sex. You need to improve your sexual relations. Try new things, you know? Explore and discover. At a certain point in life, you just, you know, is is that possible? Of course it's possible. You continue to explore and discover throughout your whole life. You're constantly learning daily, right? No. Really? You know what? My goal is to every day learn something new. So maybe that's not for everyone, but for myself, I tr- I believe in exploring, discovering why I'm here. In this life, I want to learn as much as I can. Oh man, I embrace my stupid. Some days I, I enjoy not learning shit. I love to learn. I'm, well, you know what? I'm <laughs> sapiosexual. I'm sapiosexual, so that's my thing. I love to learn. What exactly is sapiosexual? I'm turned on off intellect. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- so at what point, like, how long does that take before you decide somebody's intellectual? I could generally tell within the first five minutes. Because, you know, when you first encounter someone, you're really meeting their representative. So the representative usually give out some of those key points that, you're, that the organic person is hiding. Because they like to talk. People like to talk. And that representative, that representative like to show out. So I generally could tell within the first five minutes or three. Oh, yeah, I have been fooled years later. <laughs> and, now, let me, do do you do we pick the same person over and over and over? I mean, you pick. I believe this is like this is the subjective. Okay, mm-hmm. I believe, and I heard this many times that you pick who you are, people that relate to you. So when I hear that echo now, yeah, I'm hearing hear a little bit. I hear it a little bit too. Okay, now it's gone. Okay, so I think that people choose who they're attracted to. Like a lot of people say soulmates and things of that nature. So I tend to see people, they don't like when I say this, you know, I ask ladies and men, like what is one of the key things that you don't like about the opposite sex or who you engaging with? And they always say, oh, I don't like a liar. I don't like a liar. And I say to them, really? And they say, yeah, I despise a liar. And I have to ask them, well, how often do you lie to yourself? Ooh. That's the first thing. How often do you lie? Well, I don't tell those type of lies. Maybe a lie is a lie. If I say I'm going to go to the gym and work out tomorrow, 
And I know damn well that's just a thought, wishful thinking. <laughs> I just, I just lied. That is a fact. So who are we to choose what lie is an okay lie? Or some people say, I hate this. Oh, that was only a white lie. Well, why the hell a black lie got to be so bad? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's yeah. a problem with it itself. So I think that we attract who we are. So we run, we get the same type of person over and over and over again. We attracting those type of people. So we, until we look within ourselves and change who we are and change our thought process, reinvent yourself, you're going to continue to attract those type of people. Okay, so let's go back a little bit. Okay, so you you're an author and motivational speaker. What what else do you do? Well, <laughs> I'm an author, motivational speaker. That's nice. But I was I started off as a radio television personality many years ago with Dr. Sabrina on the radio and Mike Bonner. But before then, you know, I was writing books and I had my own television show, The Mysteries of Sex. So kept on doing that. I've been into law for 28 years for my children. I have 10 children. So having 10 children, I didn't want to be statistic single mom with 10 kids, you know. So I made sure I made the wise career choices. And then when my children became adults, I said, I can't do this anymore for my children. I can't care about a career. I can't care about things I supposed to do to make society feel good about me. So right now I don't go off of titles. Because mm -hmm. my titles don't define me, I define my titles. I can tell you I do have my PhD. I have two masters and an associate. But I would tell you that I don't have a career, I have a calling. You see, sex called me at a very young age. And that's what I embrace. I embrace what called me. So this mm -hmm. is my calling for you guys. At a very young age, sex, sex called me. At the age of seven, I was molested four times by two different people. Um, I was shot seven times. You know, they said I would never have any more kids. Every time I had sex, I got pregnant. Off the head, too, a lot. With a tilted uterus. So. I, I never felt like a victim when it came to being molested as a child. I always felt like something was taken from me, but more importantly, something was deposited inside of me. So I took this journey all my life, exploring and discovering what was deposited inside of me. Because what was taken from me, mm -hmm. a lot of people say your innocence was taken from you. Well, goddamn, I didn't know how innocent I was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know because I haven't lived that life. So I, I would be foolish to try to search for what was taken from me because I never acknowledged what was taken from me. However, I seek this journey to discover what was deposited inside of me. So since I've been living within my calling, that's me traveling the whole world trying to teach sex, you know, trying to educate people with sex. You know, I believe in sexual healing. Mm -hmm. um, you see me get up and walk away and come back. Mm -hmm. I'm paralyzed. I have 90% nerve damage. They don't understand why I'm walking. But I won't because I healed myself through sex. So with that being the case, I said, well, I want to share this knowledge with a lot of other people. So I started doing workshops. COVID happened. I got very afraid because I can't get sick. Your cold is probably my pneumonia with my body, you know? Mm -hmm. So I stayed back a while. So when I stayed back a while, I came back. It was like, come on, love. You got to start doing your workshop. You got to start coming to these events. You got to start hosting. Only thing people want to know is about oral sex. I'm like, come on now, I can teach you that shit in my sleep. How does it work? Come on, now. I can teach you that. Erectile dysfunction. Give wait, me wait, wait, something. Wait, hold, hold, hold on, I'm sorry. I got I got to ask you one question. Well, actually, a couple questions because mm -hmm. you, you you just dropped a lot on me. Um, how did you heal yourself through sex? I continue to heal myself through sex every day. You tell your body what you want your body to do. Oxytocin is the same endorphins that's put inside pain medication. That's where the root word came from, oxycontin. So oxycontin, but your body produces natural oxytocin, which is the feel-good hormone. So when you have sex, your body releases that in the process of you having sex or before that orgasm. Being that the case, I'm constantly manifesting and telling my body what to do. So I'm walking. Okay. Um, and you can teach yourself to squirt. Baby, that's, that's, that's ABC to me. If I could tell my body what to do, if I could tell my body to walk and I'm considered paralyzed, don't you think I could tell my body to release some nectar? I mean, but not you. And it's not you. pee. Not you, though, because, um, as you know, not everybody has been paralyzed and mm -hmm. taught themselves how to heal themselves. Correct. So how, how, how does just a regular average 
woman teach herself how to squirt? They book me. They come to my workshops and I teach them. <laughs> well, how much is the workshop? So my workshops are $100 and it's hands-on training. So I'm not just going to give you clinical terms. I'm going to make sure that you squirt before you leave my workshop. What's the benefit of squirting? A lot of women like to squirt. It comes from the, it comes from the spleen glands. Mm -hmm. So for some reason, you know, when I was shit, probably about ten years ago, I started hear people say, "Oh, squirting! That's from them poor, that's from the porn movies and all that stuff." Oh, I want to squirt! All oh, I want to squirt! I want to squirt! The crazy thing about it is, a lot of people who say they don't squirt are really squirting. So they just not squirting hourly. So a lot of women, they're squirting and don't know it. Like, have you ever had sex with a woman and it wasn't you releasing, but you get up in the bed wet? Mm-hmm. She squirted. She just squirted inside. She didn't go all the way across the room and shit like that. She squirted still. So what I do is I teach them to control their sexual energy. I teach them how to control their muscles. Um, the benefits of that, I think, is more so of a mental aspect of it. You know, they, they look at porn like, I want to squirt. I want to do this. I want to do that. So squirting for some people is entertainment. Squirting for some people is showing other their spouse or whoever that mm -hmm. they have that type that type of control to do that. And so for some people, it's a turn on. For me, it feels good. It feels so good when I release. When I release, I'm like, oh my goodness. But that's for me. So I choose when I want to squirt and when I don't want to squirt. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> So if the sex is trash, you're like, no, I'm not doing that for you, bro. You know what? If sex is trash, I don't blame my partner. I blame myself because I can make sex be whatever I want it to be because I'm in control of this sexual energy. I can use you as a sexual tool to get what I want, meaning mentally and spiritually and holistically. So no, tra no sex to me is trash. Mm -hmm. Some trash is not very favorable. And sex is not very favorable. There's things that we can implement to make it favorable if it's a person that you want to invest that time in with. Okay, so what's the best thing that's non-sexual that you can do relationship-wise to help the sex? Mental gasms. So mental gasms. You just think about it. No, you do mental gasms. You like almost like role plays and different scenarios. That's when it falls into kink. You know, because women their their arousal zones and get and well get horny as some people say i'll say mm -hmm. arousal zones starts mentally but when a man release it comes from the spine so everything started with a thought so if you could get into that head space really good everything else going to be okay and if you can't energy sexual energy which i don't want to dive in too much but sexual energy is very very strong and very very serious and that that can contribute to a lot of pleasure so you got 10 kids. What do they think about what you're doing? Well, my children, one of my sons, he's 28 now, but he learned how to read from Karma Sutra books when he was a kid. So this has always been me. I never hid who I am to my children. And I grew up with my children. You know, I was kind of young when I started having babies. Mm -hmm. I was very young having babies. So they always knew my story you know they always knew my story they always knew about the molestation they see me learn how to walk again they know they know my story so one of my sons he's very very i don't know very 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 private so at first i said i'm gonna do this talk show he was like ma stay into law i was like no i'm gonna help people help people with law i'm like no so at first he was so against it then he started seeing me say i'm not giving up i'm gonna keep on doing it now he's my chief marketer, you know, and he works for Fortune 500 companies. So he see me, he see me doing this. He see me making movies. Now he like, do that shit, mama. I'm proud of you. Okay. What type of movies though? So I'm doing my series right now and it, it consists of unconventional relationships. Mm -hmm. It's educational and it's comedy. So the unconventional relationships, what would you put like... What falls in that category? And I'm not sure if you heard me, but the screen just went black. My guess is you got a phone call. It usually the hello. Okay. Um. Sometimes that happens. Who knows? Uh. uh usually it's a phone call. Uh. And other times it's just a bad connection. You know, the internet, uh, Dang. 
Hello. Can you see? Can you hear me? I can't even see you. I don't know what's. Can you hear? I there you go. It yeah. is dead. I'm like, where did he go? Yeah, I, I thought it was a phone call. Yeah, and it stopped. The phone rung in the whole stream yard. You got to teach me about the stream yard thing. Well, you know what though? Um, when you get a phone call, it it will just make the it, it'll take you off the screen. So how do I not get phone calls on here? You uh basically uh what what is it you uh uh, uh I forget what it is go Jesus Christ I don't know if it's airplane mode or whatever because I don't use my phone to do it. I have a see next time I hope you interview me again because now I have screen art. I have a computer but everything I thought was off of Instagram. So if it was off of Instagram, I know you can't use your computer off of Instagram because I have a lot of people trying to watch this show too. That's you actually can go live on Instagram with your computer now. Can I? Yes, you can. That's something new, huh? They just I just noticed it. I just got an email maybe two weeks ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start doing that. Okay. Yeah, so I've I've been able to do it once, maybe twice, and then for some reason it just wouldn't work for me anymore. So yeah. I didn't want to risk it with uh and it it um like when you use Instagram to go live on your computer, you have to do it like with StreamYard. Like right now, we're on Facebook, YouTube, and and uh, X or Twitter. Okay. Those are already locked in, and I don't have to do anything for each show. It's always the same. I don't have to do anything. But for Instagram, you have to go in and 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 do that separately each show. Wow. Yeah. So it creates like a little lag in between both that I just don't like. Okay, well, I'm learning something. Thank you for teaching me this. You were asking me about unconventional relationships. Mm -hmm. Okay, I like to talk about unconventional relationships because they're unconventional mostly in the United States, Western civilization. Okay. Eastern civilization, they probably won't be too unconventional. Um, when I say unconventional, I mean these people like polyamory relationships, um, therian relationships, um, pet relationships, you know, cosplay relationships. Okay, wait, wait, did you say pet? Basis. Pardon me? Did you say pet? Pet, yeah, like like submissive and dominant. dominant. Oh, okay. So you can have a pet, like, you know, stuff like that. And I never yuck anyone yum. So this is what I am. This is what I do. So I entertain that. And I like to show the world that there are so many other ways of having relationships and bringing the spice back without traditional heterosexual relationships. Okay. And there, there was something I kind, of, I kind of, we kind of skipped over a little bit. You said you got shot. Seven times when I was a kid. How young were you when you got shot? What happened? 17. Yep, 17 years old. I seen my friend get shot. So I was testifying her for her in court. And he came and shot me for testifying. Wow. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take for you to recover? Oh, baby, I was in a coma for a long time. And um, shit, I'm still recovering to this day. You know, I think that's like a life tragedy that kind of live with you. You let it go. And I just, it was really basically, I don't even want to say that it was the worst day of my life. It was pretty much the best day of my life because that day, I don't want to get too spiritual, but that day I realized that there is a higher power. I met my higher power that day because I ran down 18 stairs getting shot. Seven times. Like I shot five times with a three fifty seven and two with a nine. And then I was like ninety-eight pounds. <laughs> so I was really tiny and I'm only four eight. So then don't tell nobody how tall I am. But then, you know, I was really tiny, you know. And so I felt my higher power carry me down all those stairs while I'm getting shot. I didn't feel anything. And I heard my higher power say, Do you want to live and die? And I said, Can I want to live and die? I see all that blood on my hand as I touched the grill. I'm like, Oh my God. Because before before I knew that, I was like, bitch, that wasn't shit. <laughs> I had a bad mouth. And God said, well, shut up. And I said, God, if you, I swear to you, if you let me live, I'd be a better person. And I'd go to church. God knew right then I was lying. Because <laughs> you can't determine what type of person you are. Only God can determine what type of person you are. You have the right to make decisions and choices to what you contribute yourself to be. So and he knew I was going to go to church every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But he left a calling on my life that's so phenomenal that I can't do anything but spread the love and the love, the respect, the honor, the gratitude of who I am to other people. 
And that's why I told you sex chose me. Yo. Mm-hmm. So my name is not love my yacht just because I like loving all people. That's my calling. Now don't don't get it twisted though, because everything about love my yacht is not always pretty love. Because society does not allow me to be this pretty love. You know what I'm saying? It'd be some ugly love into this too, because that's that's human nature. But at the same time, I try to find something that I can admire about everyone. The first half, I mean, the first, I don't know, 20 years of your life sounds horrific. But it wasn't. It was a building, it was a building stage. Cause I'm a warrior. I'm not a soldier, baby. You know, you walk around and you see so many soldiers. You know the difference between a soldier and a warrior? I don't. I'm going to tell you. A soldier is trained and taught. A warrior baby is born with that type mm. of bloodline. I wasn't taught this. I was born with this. It's my calling. Yo. You know what? I'm, I'm so proud of you if nobody told you today. Thank you. No, thank you, because that's some deep shit. Like, I just, I've had some shit happen to me in life. Um, and, and, and it's no, if you, people that follow the show, you know, I had a heart attack um, in 2020. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, had heart surgery and everything, like open heart. It was, it was, it changed me. Yes. And it, it, like, I cried, like, at the drop of a hat now. I don't like that shit at all. I like it. That's purifying yourself. It, what, it, it, yeah, it, I mean, from a personal level, it works, but you know, like there be sometimes, you know, my family like, oh, he about to cry again. I can't fucking okay. help the shit, you know. Like for a man, it's it's just not a good look. But it's not what other people are looking at because those people are looking through cornal eyes. It's your insides. It's your insides. Your inner self. Forget all the fleshly part. Think about the inner self. But I could teach you something that helps with the crying because I'm a very emotional person. Shit, Christmas time, Hallmark, baby, I'm crying. I still cry for Annie. I love Annie. So I cry a lot. I watch, I watch romantic movies that I already know how it's going to end, and I still cry. A lady I, came to my house and told me about her granddaughter passing the fire. I was getting mm. my makeup done. I messed up my eyes so much crying that I had to get all the makeup off my face. So I understand, but it's really a purifier. Western, once again, civilization has taught our strong men, especially our black men, that it's not good to cry. Baby, that's a purifier. But if you don't want to cry, laugh. Whenever you have that, it could, it could start off as a fake laugh. If you're ever in a company of somebody and you feel their energy is negative, mm -hmm. I know you can pick up on people's energy because mm -hmm. you're defending something. So when you feel that energy is negative, when you feel like you want to cry about something, laugh. And this bust out laughing. And what it does is it releases those endorphins. Hmm. And so your whole mindset changes from that sorrowful thing or the purifying thing to laughter. Okay. Totally unrelated. But how, how, how do you go about teaching women to accept accountability? A lot of people, that's a good question. A lot of people can't accept accountability, men or women, because they don't even know who they are. How can you become accountable for something when you don't have a full understanding of who you really are? You looking at social media, you looking at TV, and you saying what's right, what's wrong, because you're looking at all these different types of things that's going on. So you don't really know what's accountable, what's good, what's bad. You just going off of what's the animal that, that follow each other everywhere, the sheep? You just yeah. being a sheep. So if you don't know who you are and what you belong to and who you belong to, you're not going to be accountable. Okay, so a couple comes to you um, and they having some issues. You pick what issue it is, but she's clearly in the wrong. And she Give me just, a scenario. Okay, let's say uh, this guy works 12-hour shifts, six days a week. She doesn't work. She doesn't want to clean up though either. And he's saying, at the very least, I pay everything and do everything financially. I should be able to come home to a clean house. And she's saying, well, you should pay somebody to do it. How do you tell her or get her to, to conceptualize that, you know what, for this to work, you wrong? Baby, I would feel like what she cleaning when you first met her. 
before you start paying all them bam bills because some women they ain't cleaning from the beginning don't expect for them to change but what i will say is that i would tell her that okay same thing i'm saying to you i would ask her was she cleaning when you first met her if he say no that was a problem that you should correct it then and i would ask her are you financially established to take on these bills by yourself without him or come half and half she will realize whether or not which role she want to take. Does she want to start paying them bills half and half? Or does she want to continue to have him pay it? Or does she want to pay it herself and he don't work? Nothing wrong with role, role switching. Mm-hmm. Shit, baby, I clean, I stay at home and I clean up and you work those 12 hours. I, I clean up. I'd rather wash some dishes than work 12 hours. <laughs> exactly. And she probably would too. But see, I don't know because some women are different. Me, for myself, mm-hmm. I love, people say I have OCD because I have to have a clean house for me. Everybody's not like that. I'm just that person. So I can't think clearly with a junkie or a dirty house. So I feel like a person with a house that's not upkept, it shows a lot about their character. So I would feel like for that man, he's seen that type of character within that person before they got together. But he looked past it. Whether her bed, when he went to go see her at her house, whether her house was nasty, whether her bedroom was nasty, whether her car was nasty, it's some signs somewhere. Yeah, that is true. Is there still a benefit to the traditional relationship? It's subjective. Um, I would feel like traditional relationships is really geared towards, when you say traditional, tell me what you mean. I mean, you know, basically uh, the man does X, Y, and Z, does the car shit, the outside shit, and the woman raises the kids and stays at home. Is, is, is that even uh, an expectation, a rightful expectation nowadays? You know what? I like that shit, but I wasn't fortunate like that. But I have two sons who's married and they have children and they wives haven't worked. So I like it for them. But for myself, mm-hmm. I got to make my own money too because I don't want nobody saying, love, I just gave you $100. Love, I just gave you 500 Why can I give you some more money today? I like to be able to be self-sufficient. However, I need a man. I need a man and I want a man. So I would never be so financially established that I don't need a man because I don't want to shovel in the snow. If I see a bug and I don't want to have to kill it. So there's so many <laughs> different things of a relationship that I don't want to say what that, that takes two people because I don't want to put gender on. I don't want to see it say hetero because that's me looking at it through a heterosexual eye. I would say that in traditional relationships that I think it takes communication and it, I think it takes complementing compromises. I mean, but so, traditional relationships are heterosexual. But I can't really say that. That's here. That's here. That's on the That's planet. That's all over the whole entire world. I know that a lot of people say it's not with men and women, woman and man. But you can also look in that Bible, too, which I don't like to talk about religion. Go and ahead. You, you talk about whatever you want. You, you, you are free to talk about whatever you I want. I will stay away from it. On my show, I did that. I brought, I brought um, Bullock. Pastor Bullock and I bought the, the Bishop Sweet Squeaker on my stuff. Got in a lot of trouble. So I'm going to stick away from that. I, my inbox started going crazy. So I'm not here for that part. But I would say what I think of traditional relationships is male and female, like you said, in a Western civilization mm-hmm. with a household, the husband going out working, being a provider, being the safety net, and the woman being the nurturer. However, I feel like that's like the picket fence, the the, the, the pretty house with the two kids, the dog, and the white picket fence. Is that shit really real? Yeah. Because you might have that white picket fence, and you might have that dog that you got to feed, that you complain about because the dog barking too much, or the dog using the bathroom too much, or you got to get some dog food. It's going to be some situations in that. I think that majority of people who shows this, not all, but a lot of people who shows this traditional thing, mm-hmm. they have communication. And they compromise. They compliment. They compromising because people get married for all sorts of reasons. Yeah. I don't think everybody get married for love. I don't think everybody get married because, oh, baby, I love you so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. Because you could love a person today and hate them tomorrow. You could be in love right now and out of love in a second. So I think that people marry, some people marry to compromise their, um, compliment their compromising. For a name, maybe people get married for financial stability. Yeah. You know, maybe people get married for whatever type of occupation they have. You know, maybe people get married for tax reasons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
There's so many. Maybe people get married because they become a legal citizen. There's a lot of reasons why people get married. And those are some of the traditional marriages you're talking about. So, so what's more important? And I've asked this question. We've had this discussion on the show before, but what's more important, like or love? Neither to me. Mine is trust. Because mm. I, I could like you and I could dislike some of your ways. I could love you and I could not give a fuck about you. But if I trust you, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, that like, that love, in love, out of love, it's going to all stand the test of time because I got that trust. But once you lose that trust, that's when it's a problem. Okay, so polyamory, if I remember correctly, is two dudes and a woman, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and polygamy is two women and a dude. Mm-hmm. How on earth does a woman convince two dudes? And I've seen a couple of little examples on online. Juju Mama, go ahead, Kenya. Kenya from Southfield, Michigan. She got two husbands, three husbands. I, like I don't, I don't get that. Like, how do you convince dudes to get into that type of situation? I don't, I don't understand the benefit of the man in that. I'm not knocking them or judging them. I just don't understand the benefit of a man. Well, why does it have to be the man? What about the, what about the man that has two eyes? Because I can kind of, I can see the benefit for women in that scenario more so than I can see the benefit. Because men are supposed to be the providers, breadwinners, or whatnot. And I guess that's how I'm viewing things. Yeah. So so I don't see how two dudes with one wife, like, what what is the benefit of y'all doing that, of the guys? I mean, maybe, I don't know, because I've never been in that situation, but I do know people. Who, I know a lady who I respect so much. Like I said, my girl Juju Mama from Southfield, Michigan, she, she has her own show on OWN. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kenya, um, and she has multiple husbands. Um, at the same time, I think it's what's inside. I think a lot of times people look at that scenario and say poly, polygamy, and things of that nature, and they're just looking at the sexual component of it. It's much deeper than just the sexual component of it, because I would say for myself, one man can't make me completely happy, satisfied all the way around. I can compromise. I can compliment my compromising, yes. And I can go without some stuff. Like maybe um, maybe the financial stability is there, mm-hmm. but the sex is not everything that I want to be. I have to teach that person. Or I have to say, okay, well, you kind of can't learn. Because everybody don't learn the same way. He probably can't learn with this, but I could kind of like just receive oral instead of penetration. You know? But if I had another person and... This guy right here is not good with me, completely compatible with me in bed, but he's paying all the bills. And then I have another guy who's compatible with the bedroom aspect of it. Then that's something different too. Or what about the mental component? What about the spiritual component? What about the, like you said, every alpha, every male is not alpha. So what if I need that yang more than a yin? You feel me? Or what if I need that one guy who's compassionate, who has a lot of feminine energy in them? It can nurture me too. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's what I'm saying is that to each his own, but we can't just look at the sex component of it. Yeah, but that's easy to say for, for, for a woman. For a man, it's no way in hell I want to be living with somebody and your man's is over here knocking the lining out and I can't barely do anything, but I'm paying the bills. So I'm footing the bill for y'all two niggas to have orgasm after orgasm <laughs> while I sit here getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no. It's different because you know that some people have a kink that they let their wife go out and have sex with someone else and then have her, have her not take a shower or a bath, have her come home with the other man on their body. That's just gay. That's not. Watch your mouth. That's not gay. Because How is it not? You want to smell some it. other dude on your woman? That's that's like that's like a. a you can't a, yuck anybody yum. It's not for you. Don't yuck other people yum because everybody have a kink and everybody have a fetish and everyone has a kink that somebody else is not going to approve of. I'm not yucking it. Okay, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> that's like a gay transfer. No, why it is. Because if you if if there's something about if there one dude needs something about another dude. No matter what it is, to get your rocks off, 
Yeah, it's a gay transfer. You may okay, not necessarily so be on the same it? bus the whole time, but you're getting off and getting on another bus. Same thing. No, okay, that, that's your that's your that's your understanding with it. But what if your what if your lover like watching porn? Mm-hmm. And she like watching gay porn. How would you feel about that? Okay. Um, I'm sexist. I'm I, I can admit that. It's completely different. Don't ask me why, but in my mind, it's completely different when a woman likes to see two chicks go at it than some dude wanting to see. Like, uh, I don't want to be around no dude that's sitting up at, you know, like, let's watch this porn. First off, I'm too old to be watching porn with any dude. But if some dude is watching porn of two dudes, most people would consider that guy gay. But why do you have to be in a category with most people? And if the person is, if the person is, person is gay or something, everybody is saying, everybody's calling saying, why are you not on Instagram? So they are looking for you right now. So but if a person is, My bad. I don't use the word gay, okay? Uh-huh. But if a person is interested in some of the activities that the same sex is inquiring, mm-hmm. That's what they like. And as long as it's consensual and it's not hurting nobody, what's wrong with it? I agree with you. You know, like, I, I don't I don't really care what you're doing in, in the confines of your own home. I don't. Okay, look, here's a perfect example. You have a, you have a military person, right? Mm-hmm. He goes off to war for us, go off to war and kill 10 people, right? Mm-hmm. The fact remains he killed 10 people and he accidentally killed the baby, right? Mm-hmm. over there and then they call that a casualty of war right mm-hmm. you have a serial killer here killing people and kill a, per- a killer baby what is he called a serial a killer. monster yeah but they both kill people but since we saying that he killed it for the purpose the better good of the united states which we don't really know we just know that there's casualties versus this monster here who's just killing people for his own reasons so what I'm saying to you is that it's all subjective. It's how you take things. What's somebody else doing, as long as it's consensual, it's their business. I don't have a problem with two men. I love gay sex. I love gay porn. I love watching two men have sex. Really? Now, now, mind you, I never seen it done in front of me, but on porn, I have watched it. And I don't know why that shit turned me on. That shit turned me on so much. I like to see a damn transgender have sex. Because my brain just can't, like, my brain be like, damn, he got titties and he got a dick. So my brain be looking like, god damn, and he doing that shit like that? And he taking from it? So my brain be trying to comprehend that shit. I told you I'm sapiosexual. So I be trying to make my brain wrap around it. You know what I'm saying? So do that make me, like, some kind of freak? Like, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, abs- like you, like off the charts with it. <laughs> I, I, I am who I am, but it's me. I am the great I am, and one thing that I learned to embrace is who I am. See, I know who I am, who I belong to, and my purpose. And that is that I'm not meant for everybody, but I'm meant for somebody. Mm, so okay. if I can teach people who I am for, that's what I do. And I just really look at consensual. If it's consensual and it's not hurting people, let them do them. I don't judge anyone. Unless they try to put their beliefs off on me, that that therein lies the problem right there. I'm with you on that. Like I don't, you know, what you do is what you do, but you you can't force me to be okay with what you do. It's okay, you know. Like I don't I don't need to have it right here, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to you know. It's not like I'm at the park, you know, me and my wife trying to get it on. We not, uh-huh. you know. So I. But would, if you I, wanted to, that's fine too. No, it's not. It is not. It is not. So if you and your wife went to a park, you never had sex in your car, ever. When I had, when 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 I uh 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 when I was dumb, yes. Why were you dumb for you to for you to explore? Because and experiment? That, why did my, you have to my, be dumb? my exploration should not supplant other people. Like I can't I can't be like well well I don't think I don't think you should be able to say well my want to satisfy this urge. Is more important than other people in the public sphere. 
they don't have to be they don't have to be subjected to me wanting to satisfy an urge that's so just wrong you're on my part that you're not an expeditionist okay no, I see what not at all saying. and if you're going to be an exposition expo what that word you said yeah. yes if you're going to do that go into a, an arena they go to a nude beach where that's 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 not frowned acceptable. upon yeah it's acceptable yeah. But yeah. for you to go to the public park where people got their kids, yeah, that's and, and different. They, and yeah. their grandkids, that. that you 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 are yeah. being offensive to other people, and it's against the law. So you're right. You know, so that's all I'm saying. Like, be what you want to be. That. I agree with that. When when you have family, like kids and things of that nature, right there, I I don't agree with that neither. Um, because that's not consensual. Because you you don't have permission to allow someone else to see those type of actions. Exactly. So get tenant windows, real dark tenant windows. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make the car move too much on the truck, right? <laughs> hey, I mean, what's the point if the car ain't rocking? The car ain't rocking, you ain't knocking. Right. Like what's the <laughs> <laughs> if that car ain't rocking, you ain't knocking. I'm just you know, like if you go do it, it it do it. But you know, like it, there's ways you can go about it. Like you, you, what you doing at three o'clock in the morning in a park is one is one thing. You know, I'm not tripping on you if you three o'clock in the morning at some park. Hey, you know what? Hey, I don't care. But three o'clock in the afternoon, there's a, there's a certain level of decorum that we should all share. I agree. You know, so, I agree with that. So what's, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yes, I do agree with that. What's next for you this year? Right now, I'm doing my goal is to get out these 36 episodes of Mysteries of Sex. Um, and then by the end of the year, do the Mysteries of Sex movie. Also, um, January the 20th, I'm having a Fifty Shades of Pink Kink. Um, I have, I do own a Airbnb that's adult friendly only, so it does have a dungeon, a red room, a pink room, a massage room. It has all together seven different rooms. It's very beautiful. So I'm going to start teaching a lot there as well. But giving people, allowing people to experience, uh, have an experience, like for you and your wife. It's a beautiful home, and you get to explore and discover. That's my thing, explore and discover. Um, we'll be te we're like, if you want to hire a caterer, so bed and breakfast, you get a chance to pick a scene that you would like played out. So I'm trying to really bring spice back into relationships. I like to tell people, make sex great again. What's a dungeon? So this year is the year of making sex great again. What's a dungeon? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so in my dungeon, it's a safe space where you could be your authentic self and free of judgment. I have chains on the walls. I have a Sibian, which I know you don't know any of these things. I have a St. Andrew's cross. I have a Queenie seed. I have tons of whips. Um, canes, um, a lot of shit. That sounds like an assault. No, it's a kink. BDSM, bondage. So, what's the cross? You can get a chance to act out things that you don't have to feel like you'll be judged for. Okay, but what exactly? So, so I'm hanging up on the cross and some freaky shit is going down? Yeah. Wow, that's that's yeah, that's next level shit right there. Yeah, it's fun. It's an experience. It's an experience, and it's not for everyone. But for the people who want to try it, I make it possible. My thing is bringing bringing making sex great again. So when I say make let's make sex great again, look, nobody had no problem with Donald Trump saying let's make America great again. So I'm saying let's make sex great again, free of judgment. No one's to yuck anyone yuck as long as it's consent. So consent is my favorite word. Consent, consent, consent. Because I don't allow anyone to violate anyone else's boundaries. But I also believe in giving people a safe space that they can be their authentic self. Okay. And free of judgment. Okay. Um, that is uh, that that is unique. Um, wow. I don't think I've heard... Uh, I'm just, I'm over here dumbfounded. I'm just an old fat guy. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, um, my, uh, 
I'm pretty conservative. And so, it, uh, although, like I said, I don't have a problem with what other people are doing, but some of this shit I just never heard of. So tell me, when you say you're pretty conservative, that's how you identify yourself. What exactly do that mean? Well, conservative sexually is, is pretty much like, you know, for the in-house, you know, I'm not adding multiple people. Um, and I'm not, you know, using no chains and whips and shit, nothing like that. No blindfolds, no food, no whipped cream, no cherry. So tell me this. Do you still have sex the same exact way that you had sex when you first met your wife? The same position? Can she predict how you're going to have sex before you do it? Oh, probably. Does she know right when you're going to come? Probably. Don't you think that shit get boring? A lot of shit get boring. She still, I, I get bored going to work. I still do it. I mean, but no, that's different. Because the body is steady wanting more and craving more. And a woman, the older they get, the higher their libido get. She so, might wanna, and she women, go like, find women like new shit. As long as it feels good. And mm -hmm. so, some men do too. So I've had to say women. So one day, just try to do, okay, so just try something. Try a different position that you never tried before. Try some tantra. You say you're very conservative with your wife. Sit her in front of you with your legs crossed in front of her. And you guys exchange breath with each other. When she inhale, you exhale. So y'all exchanging breaths, exchanging breaths, exchanging breaths. And see how that work out. That's it? Just, just breathe on each other? It, your breath is so, that's powerful. That's life. That's your lifespan. So it's not breathing on each other. It's, ex it's exchanging breath. Hmm. Or sit in front of her and just hold her and stare in her eyes and kiss her. With you guys' legs crossed in front of each other, staring at each other, holding one another. Or put your hand on her heart. She put her hand on your private and stare at each other and then kiss each other and see what type of energy that brings. Okay. Uh, Is that still conservative sex? Eh, that's cool. I could do, I no, could see doing not. that. It's Tantra sex. Well, I mean, well, that that's not like that, that's within the realm of normalcy that you know that I could see doing. But that's 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 energy work. That's sexual energy. Okay. So that that's deeper. What I just taught you this not that quick was deeper than BDSM because that was spiritual. What I just taught you. Okay, but that's that's you know for it's safer for you. You exactly. feel like it's safer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. A, uh, you better be calling me after this show, or well, tomorrow or something. Cause my, I got a my, lot to teach you. <laughs> my adventurous stage, you know. After after you reach a certain point, you know, you're you're a little bit more hesitant, especially after you had a heart attack. I can see that. You know, I like can see it, that. It, it was difficult just getting, you know, getting over the I could die having sex part. Yeah, and and that wasn't just for me. That was for both of us. It was difficult because she didn't want to be like, "Oh yeah, I killed this nigga." Yeah, yeah, because that's how that guy died. The guy, the talk show guy, he was putting down. Oh yeah, Kevin Samuels. Yes, yes. And old girl was a registered nurse that gave him CPR the whole night. He still croaked out. Yes, yeah, so I understand that part. Yeah, that could be a concern. You know, yeah, so I understand. It takes a while for you to kind of overcome that. Um, and then, you know, like it just, like I say, it just, it changes everything about you. It changes your dreams. It changes what you appreciate. It changes your nightmares. I mean, it, it just, you physically, you change, like it just, it takes a while. You know, I'm just kind of getting back to not even like, like for the longest time I will walk around. I still do it. Really. I walk around with my cell phone just in case through the house. Like I take it to every room I go into just in case I need to call 911. Well, you know, I'm just getting to the point where I could leave in the living room and go to the bathroom. You know what? And I've been telling this happened to me yesterday, really fast. I know my time is almost up. But my creator, I met I meditate a lot. I pray mm -hmm. and I meditate every day so much. But my higher power, God told me yesterday, and I'm sharing this with you. God told me, my creator said to me, once you stop being afraid of death, you will stop being afraid to live. I said, so what am I doing? You're just existing. You're not living till you give 
something, everything. So I do a lot of stuff, but I never gave something, everything. And that's some deep stuff. When you stop being afraid of death, you will stop being afraid to live. That stuck with me so hard. That was my rima word from yesterday. So I think I should share that with you. And you know what? Uh, I absolutely believe that. And and like this year is probably like this year. Actually, since I uh, Rita's been managing me, I've just been like just full because I I know I'm good at having conversations. And there's something just different about the way I go about it. And I just, you know, this, this, I just been so focused on getting this shit popping. Cause I've been doing this for a lot, for years, just cause I like that talk to dope people. And I, and I, I always, I, it's my thing. I just love talking to people, but it's different now. I, I feel, I, I, I've been giving it a thousand percent. I feel you a hundred percent on what you said. I yeah, accept that. Yeah. And I want you to always remember, too, that sex doesn't have to be penetration. It could be mentally. It could be intimacy. And you can release without having an orgasm. When you get to that point, because you're definitely connected to your higher power, so you just have to change your mindset. It's already changing, slowly but surely. It's forcing to change within you. You just said it. And you have to embrace it. So stop being an old guy. No. <laughs> stop, this, stop living in the space of this being that same facet of who you are. There's different versions of everyone, but you're comfortable with that one version. Explore and discover. That shit works. It, it, it's got me so this how far. how do you know the other versions if you don't work? You, you <sighs> never try it. <sighs> if you don't try another version of yourself, if it don't work, go back to the old you. <laughs> you got a point there. I you can't know, argue with that. They sell all day, every day. I might have to take you up on that. I have to. Uh, I'm not about to be in no dungeon, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, if people want to get in contact with you, how they go about doing that? You guys, you guys can find me on Instagram L O V E M A A T. As in time, S is in Sam, F is in Frank, which is sex frequency. There's a lot of people who's trying to steal my identity out there, so you should see a picture of me. Um, and that's on Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at L-O-V-E-M-A-A-T. Also, I'm coming back, and I'm doing my YouTube page. So you'll find me at Love My Yacht on YouTube, SF. You can also go to my website, so you can get those courses that he was speaking on at L-O-V-E-M-A-A-T dot com. And look out for my movies and our series. We'll be having our premiere in April. Mysteries of Sex. Okay. So is this like, like porn? No. Everybody, when they hear my name, they say, oh, Love My Aunt is definitely doing porn. I am so far from porn. No. Nothing's wrong with porn. I love porn. However, it's acting. This is a totally different facet of acting. So a lot of people get in a lot of trouble trying to imitate porn. What I'm doing is I'm showing you real life scenarios. Okay, is it real life scenarios of people having sex? Sometimes. Okay. I just want to know, you know, like I find sometimes, you know, not always, but sometimes like I have an episode with a guy wearing a wolf outfit. He likes to have sex wearing a wolf outfit. I have episodes with cosplay. I have I have episodes with emotional sadists. Do you know what that is? People that like talk to you like shit. Nah, that's a dime. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, <laughs> emotional sadist is a person who gets off humiliating other people, bringing them down. So, well, so yeah, often yeah. you call people narcissists. They like, oh, you're a narcissist, you're a narcissist. But it's levels to that. So emotional status to meet a person that's on a game. They just doing really, really phenomenal. And they feel good bringing them down, 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 down to their nothing. So they're a hater. Yeah, I guess you could say a hater. But it's a little bit deeper than a hater. Yeah, like, the, have you seen that, that Chappelle episode with the haters? No. Oh, you got to watch that. Classic I like, I, look, my haters make, they motivate me. I, you know what? You If you don't have haters, you have not succeeded. 
I love them. And I, and they come out the woodworks. Sometimes they even surprise you. You be like, damn, where that haterade come from? Did I pour too much of that shit? Or can mm-hmm. I can I pour it back in? Because I don't like all this. <laughs> Yo, I must admit, this has been a, 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 a thoroughly enjoyable conversation. Thank you. And thank Karita, because I was like, oh, my God. When Karita asked this a couple of months ago, I was like, Karita, I just got back out here. I ain't finna interview nobody. I ain't finna be interviewed. And she was like, come on, love. I just love Karita so much because she's so phenomenal. I so, I'm so blessed to have her part of the team. And then the day I said, whoa, my sister was like, what you want to talk about? I said, shit, I forgot to ask. And then Karita said, I said, hello. You said an hour. I said, the fuck? Well, you <laughs> know what? I for an hour? Oh, my God. I never talked to anyone for an hour. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad, was it? It was It was nice. It was definitely engaging. You got to step, step out your comfort zone. You was my first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I was your first. (laughs) On that that note, uh, I definitely, truly, truly, truly appreciate you. If there's anything that I could ever do for you, please don't hesitate to let me know. And I got you. Um, And yeah, we're definitely going to have you back on the show. Thank you so kindly. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year. See you. Y'all make sure y'all tap in and support Love My Eye. Peace. Peace. Yo, uh, <laughs> that was an interesting conversation. And and I was lying. I, I, I was not lying. I definitely enjoyed that. Um, truly appreciate her uh, spirit and her wisdom. Um, and, and schooling me on some shit, you know. This is a, a, a old nigga that can learn some new shit, I suppose. Uh, well, yeah, I don't suppose. I just did today. Anyway, this has been Jobs, and you've tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Tomorrow, we got party at 4 at 1 o'clock. And Darren McCarty, I believe we got Darren McCarty at 5 o'clock. Hold on. Let me, uh, yo, that's dope. Oh, it's called Do Not Disturb. Now, you know, Rita, I don't, I, I, I don't be, uh, it's hard for me to focus on, I can't multitask, basically. So reading uh, shit and actually trying to have a conversation is generally not a good look for myself because it doesn't work out that well. Uh, but let's see. Yeah, Darren McCarty is actually at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Your man's in one four Stanley Cup championships. That's fucking dope. Anyway, uh, and Party at Four is just my guy. He was on last year in November. Uh, I said I take that back. November of 2022, and he returns to the conversation. Anyway, this is Jobs, and you have. Oh man, that felt great. Probably nasty to y'all though. You you have tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. And I'm out. Peace. <laughs>